This is the business of pleasure. I live life to enjoy it. And I don't really care what anybody has to say. I come from a family of strong women. And, you know, I mean, I just, that's what I know. Because we're scared to talk about it. That is so crazy to me. Because at the end of the day, everybody's doing it. People need to stop being so hush-hush about everything and so shy about everything because sex is not a bad thing. Welcome to the podcast, The Business of Pleasure, presented to you by Bedroom Candy. Bedroom Candy is a sexual health and wellness company and brainchild of Grammy-winning singer-songwriter and star of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, Miss Candy Burris. Our host and president of Bedroom Candy Boutique Parties, Nadine Thompson, takes an in-depth look at the people, products, and stories behind the nationwide home party company. New episodes are released Thursdays. Listen, learn, and enjoy. Welcome to this week's episode of The Business of Pleasure, brought to you by Bedroom Candy Boutique Parties. This week, we have the honor of speaking with a wonderful woman, uh, Miss Dora D. Chambers. Uh, Dora is a well-known um, inspirational and motivational speaker and trainer. She's a master coach and just an amazing person. We've had her on the podcast before. And this week I invited her to talk a little bit about um, a retreat that I had the blessing of being able to attend um, last week with Dora out in Hickory, North Carolina, just right outside of Charlotte. Um, Dora hosted a retreat called Embracing Life New Seasons Retreat, a healing spa retreat for breast cancer survivors, women embracing healing, and and their circle of supportive sisters, I guess. Um, So, Dora, welcome to the Business of Pleasure podcast. Thank you for having me. It was so great um, being with you and all of those really empowering and inspiring women last week out in North Carolina. Um, The event happened uh, January 26th through the 28th in Charlotte. Um, Dora, what was your inspiration for uh, the Healing Spa Retreat? Oh, well, first of all, thank you so much for allowing me to share. It was truly an amazing and extraordinary and a life-changing weekend. Um, which just superseded, you know, the prayers that I've had for this event. Um, um, our organization, Peak Ladybug Foundation, was actually launched seven years ago, be seven years in June. And one of the original visions, um, one of our campaigns that we really wanted to focus on, in addition to doing free mammograms for the community, um, was to be able to provide quarterly spa retreats for breast cancer survivors. Um, Peak Ladybug was birthed out of me losing three of my very, very close and dear friends and business colleagues. My best friend died 13 years ago um, uh, as a result of the disease of breast cancer. Six months after she passed away, we buried a young, young, beautiful sister at the young age of 33 to breast cancer. And then two years after she passed away, we buried the matriarch of my business circle uh, to breast cancer as well. So shortly after that, seven years ago, um, 
we decided to do something and to be a voice. And we wanted to be a voice to embrace in life. We wanted to be a voice to let women know, and men, because it is a platform for men and women, um, because my my uncle is a breast cancer survivor. So our platform is actually both for men and women, but really to share the message and be a voice um, to embrace life. We don't want um, people to think that getting that diagnosis of a disease of breast cancer, it has to be a death sentence. And that one of the things I admire about my girlfriend Joyce and Kim and Ms. Matthews, um, even after their diagnosis, they continue to live and they really continue to embrace life, even among some of the most difficult times that they had. And they were just so courageous and it, you know, this was the epitome of strength, and they gave me life. They really gave me life watching them continue and was determined to live and live a quality of life, um, even through their battles. So we wanted to continue that message and, and be a voice for that. So one of the things we wanted to be able to do was to embrace women and, and come together and just love on them and pamper them and have a time for them to retreat and, you know, be around supporting other women, just, again, having that support of a circle of sisters um, to be together, to focus on healing mind, body, and soul and spirit. So we created the Embracing Life New Season Spa Retreat. And New Seasons was really a vision that I had. Um, and it's metaphorical for two things, Ms. Thompson. It's, it's, it's metaphorical for our goal is to do it once a quarter, so the change of every new season. Um, our mission is to be able to provide these retreats um, every quarter uh, to women. We keep it very intimate, as you know, um, to 20 women because of the type of work that we do and the spa treatments that they get. It makes it still intimate, and we're able to you know, give them our undivided attention. So we didn't, never wanted to grow bigger than that as far as the numbers. Um, but also, new season was also subliminal and a spiritual message to, it's a new season in a, in, a, in, a, in a one's life. Once they get that diagnosis, you know, their life changes over to a new chapter, uh, a new season. Um, when women um, are diagnosed with uh, breast cancer, you know, there's a change that takes place. But then also as they're battling and they, be, they become a survivor or uh, what we call an overcomer, or a conqueror, that journey, too, is a new season in their life. So things shift. Um, our focus changes. We, we begin to understand uh, the quality of life and what's important in life. And so we just created new seasons to be uh, a support system and a, a way of celebrating, um, you know, courageous women that are just, you know, have faced some most difficult times in their lives just to kind of show love and, and support. So I'm so so grateful for the mission and the vision and just to see it come to life. I I can't even begin to tell you how that just touches my heart in such a very, very special way. Well, it's interesting because that's what it did for me too. I mean, I was Mm -hmm. inspired by your vision. I got there. I didn't know what to expect. Um, I was actually really surprised to see so many bedroom candy consultants there. So that was really awesome and inspiring. Um, It was really awesome that corporately we were able to sponsor, uh, be one of the sponsors of the event and sponsor a woman attending. That to me was awesome. But um, also I was inspired by your vision because I've been – you know, in the, in the, you know, I've done, you know, I've been in the 
my calling has been, I think, healing in women. And so, you know, mm-hmm. I started my career as a, as a therapist and still do a lot of that. But I've always been about empowering women and healing women and self-care and wellness. That's, you know, that's the walk that I walk. And I've been to many, many conven- conventions at elaborate hotels and done some extraordinary things, had some great experiences. But this one um, was particularly interesting to me and important to me because I got there and there was a sense of calm um, mm-hmm. at the at the hotel. And the pace of the weekend was great. I mean, it wasn't jam-packed with stuff to do. And it was full of me time, you know, whether it was going and getting a massage. I went back and got a second one. And, you know, the vaginal steams, which everybody at work has been laughing at me when I tell them about the vaginal steams. Or, you know, there was so much, the art therapy. I mean, every single bit of it, you planned it out. And it was really, really nice. And I have to admit, I did one thing um, on Sunday morning. So my husband, you know, is a minister and he laughs at me because I don't always like going to church. And um, I have a favorite show of mine. It's it's called Sunday Morning and it's on CBS. It's been running now for, I think, yeah. over 50 years. And it's my favorite show. Um, it talks about arts and entertainment, religion, politics, you know, creativity, business, everything. They interview the most amazing people and have the most amazing storylines. And so I love watching it. And he calls it my church. But it was interesting because you talked a lot about me time. And I had an opportunity that morning to get up and get downstairs. But I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch Sunday morning and make myself a cup of coffee in the room. And then I'm going to go downstairs because this is supposed to be time for me. But the whole weekend just felt so healing. I thought, wow, you know, Dora really worked at this and she really figured out. And I thought if I were a woman, you know, with that diagnosis, that would just be a wonderful, pampering, loving thing to do. And as you talked about it, I thought, gosh, dozens of women need to be here. But then at the end of it, you said, you know, we've got to keep the numbers small because we wouldn't be able to provide the intimacy and the caring and the healing if we had 100 women here this weekend. We keep it small because we want to care for that group of women. So I just, I'm so inspired by what you did. I could keep talking and talking, but it was just Uh really awesome. Oh, thank you so much. And, and, you know, we give thanks and I'm just so, so grateful. My, my, you know, my spirit is just full because that's exactly what the vision was. And that's what the prayer was from the beginning. And not only for, you know, the breast cancer survivors, one of the things we learned at our first event last year is that, so many women need it, whether they're, you know, dealing with breast cancer or just dealing with anything or they're healers or they're givers and they're, you know, business women and boss ladies and, you know, wives and mothers. You know, we all need that time out. Yeah. So last year it was just confirmation that it was for all women because in some shape or form, you know, we are dealing with some some need of healing, yes. whether it's just healing of time, like you said, just being able to sit still for a minute to be able to just tap out. I know for me, you know, it's always important to understand when it's time to just tap out and to, to tune out, to tune in. And mm-hmm. we really, um, 
you know, prayed a lot that, that we were creating that environment, you know, for those three days to where, you know, women left feeling rejuvenated, but renewed, um, but healed and inspired and, and most importantly felt loved, you know, yes. most importantly felt loved. And so that's just confirmation because we just realized we have to open this up and because there's so many women in need. So it is just awesome. And I have to, you know, say a huge thank you uh, to Bedroom Candy for just continuing to love and support the vision and all the support that you gave and being a sponsor for our event. Um, it makes it possible for this dream to become a reality. So can't thank you enough. I just cannot thank you enough uh, for what you guys continue to do um, for the vision for New Season Spa Retreat. Oh, you're very welcome. Let's. I wanted to ask you about... Um the foot washing ceremony, that was a very powerful ceremony, and that was one that you did, and you washed yes. the feet of all of the women there, and then you had Dr. Brathwit do yours. Tell me about the significance um, for you of the foot washing ceremony. Yeah, it's actually one of the most powerful and precious ceremonies that anyone can do, and it was always very important that we end with that. Um, historically, you know, from Africa and many other countries as well, um, the washing of the feet um, is a very honorable thing. It's a, it's a form of giving. It's a form of bowing down to, you know, your loved one, uh, making that heart-to-heart -heart connection, but soul-to-soul -soul connection where it's like a form of humbling, meaning I'm bowing down to you with love and honor, and I'm loving you. And the greatest act of love is to bow down and wash someone's feet. I think it's in, in the Bible where uh, I, I want to say it was Martha or Mary, I can't remember, yeah. that she wanted the honor of washing Christ's feet. And so it, it's, it's symbolic for, you know, it's, it's a way of saying, listen, we are one and we are connected. And just as if I was to wash my own feet, I too want to wash your feet in a, in a form of love, in a form of giving, and again, that honor and respect in holding you up in high regard and high, high reference. So it's one of the greatest, the greatest acts of love that you can do for another person is to bow down on your knees and wash your sister's feet. So that is probably one of the most profound and most spiritual and one of the most greatest gifts that I'm able to ask permission of all my sisters that attend the retreat, permission to bow down on my knees and wash their feet. So it's very, very significant. And then, like you said, having Dr. Brathwaite, again, going back to the ancestors, understanding that it's also a great honor to have an elder wash your feet. So to be able to have her do that and to bless and to give me a special blessing also, um, words can't describe it. It really, it, it really is powerful. I know that um, there are several, you know, biblical references to it. I'm looking mm -hmm. at it and there is one, there's the Jewish one, which is really powerful when yes. you think about it. It says, since the Israelites, like all other Oriental peoples, wore sandals instead of shoes and they usually went barefoot in the house, frequent washing of the feet was a necessity. Hence, among the Israelites, it was the first duty of the host to give his guest water for the washing of his feet and it's sort of a yeah. a wonderful thing to do um 
it's a wonderful thing to do um, because, you know, as someone comes into your home it, and, and to wash their feet after they've traveled on a long journey, Travel. it's a refreshing yeah. and, you know, kind thing to do. And I think for women, the power of it for me is... Um, particularly black women, you know, we've been working so hard. We've been laboring so much. We've been, you know, there's all that talk about intersection and, you know, race and gender. I mean, for us, it's never just about gender. There's always the race piece. There's always the class piece. There's all of these things that, you know, abound up for us. And for many of us, we have to, it's so hard to care for ourselves, Yes, and that's correct. It's also really hard to care for each other because we've got yes. so much going on. And I try with my with my sisters to really try to be kind to them and care for them because we need it so much. We really do. We barely can care for ourselves, far less each other. And I thought that that foot washing ceremony just reminded me of the fact of what it means to care for your sister, you know, is so important. Um, we talk a lot about self-care, which is really important and right up there. But caring for each other as sisters, you know, when one is struggling with breast cancer or any other of the diseases that we struggle with as women, no matter race, as black women, as poor women, there's just so much there. And to be able to wash each other's feet or just, you know, if not washing their feet, but being symbolic of how do we support each other, you know, yeah, is yeah. so important. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, you know, the foot washing at the end of the ceremony is it's like it's the summation of everything that took place over the weekend you know, everything from from the time they arrive to the time they leave, we wanted to make sure that they felt embraced with love and that embracing life and self-care, we wanted to take that away, but also caring for one another. So that foot washing was just another form of us humbling ourselves and saying, I'm willing to be there for you. I'm willing to give of myself to you. I'm willing to serve you as well. And to leave with that message, I think, is the ultimate yeah, it really is. It really was um it really uh was a wonderful thing and I think it was a wonderful um it was a wonderful thing for the women to do. Um and I don't remember yeah if it's Mary or Martha in the Bible who washed Jesus's feet, but it is mm -hmm. really a very powerful um symbol. The other thing that we did that I mean massages of course were great. The idea of touch that female massage therapist you had, she was just off the chain. I had fallen a few days before I came out and my whole right side of my body was really sore and she really helped really kind of stretched me out and um, again, I felt cared for. And then we had the wonderful um, foot and hot hand massages, which, again, was very powerful. And then the it was my first time ever having a vaginal steam. And that was an interesting experience and also very powerful, sort of caring for that feminine self. Yes, absolutely. You know, and it's 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 it's, it's again, it's about self-care. It's about self-care, and it's about 
you know, being okay with, you know, letting someone else, you know, have that healing touch and, and, and being okay with allowing yourself that time to just allow yourself to, you know, embrace healing um, from, you know, from every aspect, again, that mind, body, and spirit. Um, so all of that was encompassing, you know, from the, the hand and foot scrubs to the massages to the V-steams, you know, it's just a form of also purging because we find that one of the most important things that we can do in, in healing is we have to purge physically. We have to purge emotionally as well. You know, hence we did the forgiveness ceremony where, you know, the women forgave themselves or forgave someone in their past. And as a symbolic of releasing and letting it go, we were able to go outside and blow bubbles. And that was just, you know, something that seems like so simple, but yet so powerful, such a powerful exercise. So all of it is a form of release and, and letting go in order to, to heal because one of the things you'll find and and it's been you know proven time and time again a lot of dis-ease is created first by stress and um us absorbing things and you know holding on to things and it begins to create dis-ease in our bodies so it's so important to also understand the importance of doing it on a regular basis allowing yourself to release um in every aspect um because that's where the healing begins Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, I want to end here. Um, one of the things that, you know, this is the business of pleasure. And um, one of the things that I thought was really fun um, that weekend was I think it was Saturday night where we got together in your room and the women started talking about oh. <laughs> fun things they did. And um, it started talking about the sex toys and different things they've done and didn't do. And I thought it was a lot of fun. I wasn't there for the entire part. I got tired and, and needed to rest. Um, but I I just love the fact that, you know, that that, you know, naturally got woven into the conversation and, Mm -hmm. you know, women talking about their sex lives and having that part of their being be, you know, talked about and um, respected and to be able to have fun and share because so many of us, you know, forget about the pleasure of sex and what that means. And for many women who may have, you know, breast cancer, for example, they may lose their breasts and they no longer feel attractive. And so to me, having that conversation is so important as part of our healing and being able to share with other women laugh at ourselves laugh at each other but really kind of learn from each other and and hear how other women are dealing with their their sexuality and their sex lives as they are on their journey um or on their journeys together I, I thought was just so powerful oh my god that was so much fun it was so much fun yeah. and it's just so great because again that's a lot for a lot of us that's the area where we suppress. We don't talk about it, you yeah. know. Yeah. And so to be able to create that environment where it's fun and we're all in our pajamas and our pink robes and just be able to laugh, like you said, laugh at each other and laugh with each other, um, that was priceless. It was just so much fun. But, you know, it's, it's, it's also just that it's all about the balance. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's absolutely. All about the balance and that it's okay. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah, it it really is. And I I just thank you so much. I just, I had a terrific time. I still want my pink bathrobe. Yes. <laughs> so the next time you're ordering some, I would love one. Um, but it was, it was just really wonderful. And I feel really honored um, that Bedroom Candy was a part of that and that our consultants got to enjoy that experience. And many of them shared with me, I just want you to know that we've got a women's wellness package. And what we want to do is really think about using it as a fundraiser so that we could sponsor other women um, in the future, other members of the Bedroom Candy community who may be um, on their own breast cancer journey, who could benefit from a weekend like that. It would be great for us to be able to raise the funds within the community to be able to sponsor other women to attend, because I just think it was such a wonderful experience. And I just want to end by saying, Dora, thank you for that vision. Thank you for following your heart and the vision to do that for women. I think it speaks to the incredible woman that you are. I felt honored to have you wash my feet. I wish I could have done the same for you. Um, But again, it was a wonderful weekend, and I'll allow you to have the last words. Well, again, um, heartfelt thank you and a huge thank you to you and the entire Bedroom Candy team. And for the ladies that got a chance to come out, I just want to say thank you, too, for embracing it and for showing up and being open to the experience. Um, I think we all left with something, and that's what it's all about. So we're going to continue to do the work, um, and it's because of the love and the support from individuals like yourself, Nadine Thompson, that just encourages me to keep it going and realize that every time we do these events, it's just a confirmation that this is the work that needs to be done. So we're going to continue to grow and continue to walk in purpose. As a matter of fact, we have our next event in Atlanta, Georgia, April 27th to the 29th, and believe it or not, in less than two hours, it's sold out. Oh, so wow. we are already gearing up for another one at the end of August. We just set the date uh, yesterday um, because purpose is pushing the vision. You know, we said yeah. every quarter. So here we are. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so it's, it's pushing the vision. So the end of August, we're looking to take it to Charleston, South Carolina. So um, okay. I'm so grateful. And I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. And thank. I, I'm definitely um, just full right now. My spirit is full and just, yeah. just giving thanks. Thank you so much, Dora. Thank you for being on this episode of The Business of Pleasure. It's always a joy to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for all that you're doing and have a great week. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. The Business of Pleasure is brought to you by Bedroom Candy Boutique Parties. To shop with us, visit us at www.bedroomcandy.com. To join our team of consultants who own their own home-based businesses, join us online and enter the code BOP2017. That will get you a 10% discount on your starter kit. Join us today.